This is Danielle Denise. And Surreal Camille. And this is The Girl What? And the podcast. Crossover. Crossover. Oh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> we didn't discuss saying crossover at the same time, but I really we like how that We did not discuss out. the crossover. <laughs> Listen, it's okay. We can keep all that in. We can let people know oh, this is a real podcast, okay? That's the cut. That's it. Keep it. Hey, John. John. Keep John. That, keep that in, please. Yes. Keep that, please. We did that. That's that's White John, who does what we ask. Yeah, that's our producer that doesn't really exist. <laughs> Truly. Listen, that's how podcasts work. You have to do all the work. That's the thing. Creating a fantasy for Creating your ears. a fantasy. That's right. And we are here to recap all of Insecure Season 5, episode by episode. And we We're have, here. We are here, baby. And the first episode has finally blessed our presence and um, I don't know. How do you feel about it, Surreal Camille? I don't know. Like it was a interesting turn of events. I'll say that. The, okay, uh, the turn of events, like the overall things that happened in the episode, were like a little hard <laughs> to, yeah. to to accept. But mm-hmm. the delivery was—I thought it was one of the funniest episodes they've made. It was funny, absolutely, but. Maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but like, why do they have to ke- kill Kelly off like that? I was kind of. Oh confused. my god! <laughs> <laughs> what was that about, honey? I, that was that. I'm. I'm. That did seem just like a what, <laughs> a girl what moment. But yeah. um, I'm interested to see like what those what her feelings about that are tied to. Mm. in the coming episodes i feel like there's there's an onion that's gonna sort of unpeel and reveal more this is surreal camille um (laughs) (laughs) come on surreal camille yeah no and she also has a podcast so listen maybe there is gonna be more of a storyline for kelly this time we're jumping all over the place but i hate the name of her podcast is it pretty preguntas Prenny's Preguntas, because her name is Kelly Prenny, and they call that shit Prenny's Preguntas. That's right. Okay. So the Prenny's was her last name. I wasn't sure what that part was. I was yeah. like, what is Prenny? But I think I saw Issa tweet saying, like, um, Natasha, who plays Kelly, yeah. um, hates the name <laughs> Prenny's Preguntas. Oh, no. <laughs> Which makes not it even it. better. <laughs> that is hilarious. Pretty, and I want to say it's preguntas because she's like Afro Latina, right? Isn't she part Mexican? No, I'm, she might be. I think she I, is. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it is a, a what the fuck kind of Kelly choice. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe. Listen, <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's funnier if she has not a lick of Latina in her. It it would be hilarious if she don't, but if she does, it 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 makes more sense. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm I'm picking it, up it, what you're putting down. It makes it a sensible decision, which is really what Kelly's vibe is this season. It's like she's really she's going through some changes. Hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm excited to see the changes because you know how she like preaches about growth. I feel like she can grow a little bit too. So I'm here for it, and I'm excited to see what happens, for sure. Um, But we definitely, yeah, that's my bad. We definitely just jumped ahead to Kelly, because that, that just stuck yeah. out to me first. Because I was like, what? They killed her off? Like, what does this mean? <laughs> I don't know okay. how I would feel if this happened to me, in my, and I go to my alma mater, and I don't exist. <laughs> and, and also, okay, no, uh, there, there's more to say. But we can keep talking about Kelly <laughs> for this entire episode. Kelly could get all of the attention for sure. I love Kelly. It's just exciting because she's so she's always an auxiliary character mm-hmm. in the drama, but like with the exception of um, Tiffany's baby shower, she hasn't really been the center of a storyline. So I think we're just we're just hype off a Kelly focused premiere. Totally right because she's more friends with Tiffany, and you can see like with the. 
campus scene, going back to the college campus. So when they were... Where it actually starts. Yeah, where it actually starts <laughs> and how they all greet each other. And you still see Issa and Molly have a little little tension or something. They're well, they're off. They're not all the way there again. Yeah. Um, But Kelly and Tiffany, uh, I think, was it Molly that asked Kelly about how she would, like, maintain her friendship? And she's like, well, it kind of just... You know, it takes time, but it just kind of all falls back into place. But it sounds like nobody still talks about the issue. They just kind of sweep it under the rug and keep it pushing. Is that a yeah. healthy way of going about anything? Absolutely not. But I can no. I've been there, done that with my friends, too. So I understand. You kind of just leave it in. Either you work past it, like, you know, we can still talk about it. It's not that big of a deal. Or it just creates more tension. kind of depends on how your friendships are. Oh, 100%. And just what people are comfortable with. And there's a few other things. The energy just feels different. Like, Issa and Molly definitely are continuing to not talk about their problems directly. Mm -hmm. But the energy around it just feels different, even at the beginning. I think Kelly mentions that it's, like, two months since um, whatever, uh, since the end of the previous season um, but she's like scrolling through Molly's Instagram page and she's doing this just like weird, <laughs> weird, like weird cropped photos and allegedly artsy sort of thing, things you would not expect Molly to do. Word. And but like it's I don't know, there seems to be less like animosity in the way that they're not talking about their issues. Um so I don't know. It's, it seems like work is being done like on individual basis and they're just like trying to keep it pushing, but they're still like weird around each other a little bit. Yeah. Keep on keeping on and just trying to make the best of their situations. I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it. I feel like that's real life with a lot of friendships. So exactly. It's not it's not unfamiliar. Let's just say that. Um, but going into the college part, I appreciated Stanford. Um, I didn't know they didn't, or they had like a no film rule. Like they never filmed there. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Listen, I didn't even watch the first episode until a couple days later. And just being on Twitter, I already knew things were going to be spoiled for me and I was okay with it. But the way people just had the fucking facts, they're like, Stanford has this oh, no film rule, <laughs> and Issa got ahead of that. And just all 100%. this shit. Meanwhile, yeah. my rinky dink ass college, Cal State Fullerton, let any <laughs> motherfucker who wanted to film there film there. We're on like a couple CSI episodes. It's, oh, what? Uh, whoever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> shout out to Cal State Fullerton. <laughs> I want to say Cal Poly has some shine, but I couldn't even tell you where. Like, what movie, Alyssa. what show. So. <laughs> I I'm know. sure it does. I feel like I've heard. I yeah. I feel like a lot of like California campuses in general get a lot of mm. play somewhere because California is just beautiful. You know. There's probably a no film rule on a lot of these, like more I don't know more reputable, for lack of a better word, colleges like the Stanford, the uh, the sure. Berkeleys, yeah, um, probably SC. Who knows? Yeah, but. yeah maybe more of the. University of California's and private institutions and shit, more than likely. I thought they made great use of the campus for just the way they shot everything. Yeah, it was actually really nicely shot, gorgeous views. Like, I was like, oh, that's a really nice school. Uh, school, like, beautiful. I was like, you better make a statement, Stanford. Make a statement, and yeah, give back to your your student who is on top of the world right now. I love that they were be, they were able to make that happen in real life. So kudos to them. And um, oh, the music. So the music on this episode was so nostalgic because it was definitely like my or even our era of college music, like Blow the Whistle and Dreams, I Love Your Girl. Oh, like, wow. oh, I was like, oh, yeah, this is 08. <laughs> <laughs> I especially loved seeing I don't know what it was but Amanda Seals was just giving me her best Tiffany this episode because <laughs> I just she loved was. seeing her getting down with the music 
And it, it was also like a great shift from, you know, the end of the last season when she was in the, the depths of her postpartum. And so oh, yeah. to just see her like coming out, like looking good, living life, like she had a great time. She this episode looked like. did, yeah. And it felt like, like she wasn't as bougie. I don't know. There was something a little more yeah. like down to earth about her this episode, maybe because she was back at school and around her, her hood friends. was showing. Yeah, like so. <laughs> when she when they were talking about uh, so Molly Tiffany or sorry Mo- Molly Issa uh, and um, Kelly mm-hmm. run into their college friend Cheyenne, right? <laughs> and they're uh, I forget when this particular conversation happens but by the way Cheyenne did not leave the hood in spirit or in presence like she is still LA LA all motherfucking day yes and um they were talking about their girl group that they created which I can't remember what it was I think it was called like trap hood it was trap something um Um, no I don't remember I can't remember the name I'll I'll look it up at some point but um I knew Tiffany was feeling her hood shit when they um, brought up their their uh, their rap group name Trap Something, and <laughs> Tiffany was like, "Y'all ain't never been to the trap." <laughs> I was like, "This bitch, you better tell them in your pink and green." Listen, classic Kelly. Oh, and first of all, the controversy of the AKA colors. That was what? the funnest thing to watch on Twitter. And it's just everywhere. Twitter is a wild place. Like, Twitter, everyone can have an opinion. I guess that's the beauty of it. But that's also, like, the crash and burn of, like, black Twitter, too. Because we just argue about the dumbest shit. The dumbest shit I couldn't sometimes. believe it. Like, y'all, y'all want to get... You want to make this? You want to go out and protest your great organization <laughs> being highlit in the blackest television show on the home box office? Uh, oh yeah, that's what it's called. That's the home, home box work. office. Yes, the hitch. <laughs> I was like, the home box office entertainment. I don't know. <laughs> the network, the whatever office. it's called. <laughs> whatever. I'm like, what? I was like, what in the privileged hell is going on? Like, don't act like no one has ever acted and worn letters either from a fake organization, which y'all gonna say is cheesy as fuck, yeah. or from an actual organ or from an actual organization without actually being a part of that. Yeah, and she um, didn't I don't think she wore any letters anywhere. Or I didn't see any. I, I just saw I the think colors. She did. I I I feel like she, oh, she did, did wore letters in a specific scene. I just can't remember which one. Okay. But, um, she was she was a proud AKA. And that was also like this was like Tiffany has never looked better in an episode. Like, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> what is the problem? Yeah. What is the reason? Like, really? Do really you think about that? And they, there was nothing offensive either. So it's like, what? <laughs> I I was. You just so want to be mad. That. You just want to be mad about something. You need something to hate. Maybe they hate um Kelly or not Kelly uh Tiffany or even Amanda specifically, because I heard there was some back stage drama like i guess amanda doesn't really fuck with the rest of the cast except for her her work husband on the show and i was like oh i didn't know that listen I twitter see, i, I learned so much <laughs> on sunday <laughs> i learned listen so i much. like amanda seals i'm a fan um but i can also see her being uh a lone wolf on the set as well <laughs> i yeah i feel like amanda is a very um I don't know how to describe her, but I feel like she's a lot. She's a lot of energy. She can, I remember on her podcast, she identified as a linguist and she likes to talk. And I'm like, yeah, I can tell because you don't stop. You can find a problem in everything, which is impressive because I don't have the energy or the time to do so. But all that to say, she's still doing a great job as uh, Tiffany. Like, I am convinced they are all getting along. So. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better say it. Listen, yes. it's fine. It it's is fine. fine. And you know what? And also say that it is fine. Like you, everybody ain't for everybody, and that is just it. Yeah. I will say that I like. There are people that I enjoy, but like have a limit with. Mm-hmm. Um and you know there's people that I can binge all day every day. 
And there's people that I don't even want to know exist, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Every- that's absolutely valid. Everybody somewhere. Every- <laughs> <laughs> there's someone for everyone, it, indubitably, so. and I do Not think- indubitably. <laughs> yes. Indubitably. Hello. And yeah, when it comes to, like, TV shows and stuff, like, y'all don't always have to be a family or, like, a work no. family, you know? Kind of, like, incorporate. Not everyone has to, like be your friend there so if the fans want it to be that way but let it go yeah yeah well i mean because they definitely show it you know because like isa and molly are like besties for real and you saw on isa's instagram when they wrapped up they were all embracing so it was kind of like now that i think about it i didn't see amanda there at all yeah, <laughs> so, I like I don't be seeing Amanda at Issa's like little yacht parties and I don't things see like her. that. Listen, I didn't see her at this uh this past weekend at the Insecure Fest. I didn't see none Dang. of it. So I mean for me that's pretty crystal clear, but it's fine. Tiffany is it's doing fine. Tiffany well. I appreciate her. Um what else was going on this episode? Um oh they get robbed. Oh my god! Thing of events. (laughs) Oh, so really quick. So before the robbery happens, because the robbery is also what sort of brings Issa and Molly back together. Um, Oh yeah. Another interaction that happens at the reunion is with uh, Omari. Remember Omari, the uh, the guy that they knew from college, and uh, that's divorced. Hold on. (laughs) Wait, pause. What happened? There's a dog in here. Hey, Taj. Hey, Tuggy. Literally just had to. I, it, was, I, it was me. I, I am who let the dogs out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> who was it? It was me. Um, <laughs> who, who, who? You. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, so th- there's this weird ass interaction with um, uh, Derek, Mo- uh, Tiffany's man, uh, Molly, this guy Omari, who they went to college with, and then someone else who I think has been in other episodes, but I truly cannot recall. But um, mm-hmm. they're having a regular ass conversation, and then it gets quiet, and then Derek sort of looks at the other guy, not Omari, and he just says. Omari got a divorce and dips. And I didn't even realize what that was, but I guess that was Derek's attempt to like let Molly know that she could get at the one that got away or whatever <laughs> and like leave them together. It was strange. It was a little strange and a little forced. I didn't really like it. <laughs> I, I hated that. Because I, I, yeah. I, re- I literally rewound it to be like, what was this about? Like, what were they talking about before? And then it wasn't until after, like, way later that I realized, oh, that's what Derek was doing? That you are not anyone's wingman, and you need to stop. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if they really haven't seen each other since college, you think this is the time? Especially with what Molly has been going through? I don't know if she needs to rekindle anything with anybody right now. No, Derek don't know. Derek don't be knowing. Derek was just, you know, being a nice friend. I think he was trying to hook up the friend more than he was trying Molly. He maybe the friend said something like, "Hey, how's oh, Molly doing?" Certainly, <laughs> sir. He he was definitely showing a strong interest, and yeah. Molly was just like, mm, "I I don't know." <laughs> yeah, no, right. Even her energy wasn't into it. She's just like, "Oh, okay," but like, yeah, she was wishy washy from jump, which is like already like. Red flag, we've been here, done that. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's revisit this at a different time when you have a different headspace. But and also, what a ter- like, I mean, she's not meeting this guy, but that is not, I don't know, that, that I don't think that was a good setup for success. So I'll just say that. <laughs> no, not at like a homecoming t- type of event. Absolutely right. Not. He's divorced. Okay. Congrats. So there's a the story there. I, yeah, because like, you also need to figure out like why are they divorced like what did he do or what did she do you know there's so many questions so many questions far too many yeah so with molly i'm always rooting for her but you know she always lets her pride and Mm -hmm. other things get in the way so it makes it hard 
So And I will say her energy, like it feels like she is acknowledging how shitty she was to Issa in the last season. Because mm. she is absolutely being like real patient and attentive. Um, and almost like a little like meek and shit with Issa. Um, yeah. But just like, yeah, just very delicate with how she's handling her and interacting with her. That is Which a I'm good like, word. Okay. Delicate. I would say like she's very cautious of what she says right now. Mm-hmm. And um, she even like praised Issa for doing her own business, running the block party and all that. But it still is like, I don't know, like there's not enough behind what she's saying to make it feel super genuine and it's like yeah that's always their that's always their gripe with each other like because even mm-hmm. Issa is like super doubtful with everything she's got going on which so relatable like you always feel like you're not doing enough and that line she said about lift she's like even when i drive lift i don't control where i go no, oh like, my god yes. i don't want to go to palm springs it's tuesday <laughs> like that was that killed me when i tell you i have li- what, what's the farthest i've had to drive somebody Oh, you've done Lyft? Oh, yeah. I, listen, when I... I think it was during the Lyft season that mm. I was at the height of my Lyft career. <laughs> Come on, Lyft career. <laughs> listen, you better... Uh, the glass is half full. Yes. But I absolutely had those times where I had to do, like, a... Um, like, a turnaround San Diego drive. I want to say that Damn. I did drive somebody out to Palm Desert once. Oh, or Palm Springs. No. Yeah, wild. But, you know, a bitch was down. A bitch got on Grinder, Made it worth it. Yeah, yeah. Utilize your time. <laughs> like, I'm here. And this is where y'all congregate, so. Yeah. I've tried, um, I never did Lyft or any of, like, the rideshare apps, but I did try, uh, what's the food one? DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates. Postmates is, I think, the one I tried, and I gave it, like, three days, and I was like, yeah, no, this isn't for your girl. It's simply because I wasn't trying to drive to West L.A. from, like, East L.A. (laughs) Doing, (laughs) delivering food in Orange County is very different than delivering food in Los Angeles. Because one thing I will say about Orange County is these pretentious motherfuckers will tip. Mm, That's good. When it comes to their food, they will tip. Their, Their drivers, not so much. Mm. yeah no it was an experience my brother was like raving about it he's like i make so much money but he also lives like in west la so i was like oh okay and then i was like no this isn't for me but thanks yes. but oh yeah. wait can we talk about um throwback isa yeah wasn't that so cute uh isa in the mirror with her younger oh, with self the braces. with the braces yeah. that was I so just, cute and they had they had such a long conversation like <laughs> it was it was just great comedy just just throwback Issa gassing up grown Issa like yeah. like a little sister it was very precious I know giving her some pointers in life and everything mm-hmm. else that was precious I thought she was gonna rap but it didn't happen <laughs> oh I'm sure yeah oh, we're we'll be getting we'll be getting some rapturousry rapturousry I don't like that. Rapturously um, rap, some raptastic tunes. I don't know. That's it. That's the one. So, no, no, no. I was gonna say something real whack, and I'm glad I stopped. But um, I. So <clears throat> while they're at Stanford, uh, Issa is on a panel. The speaker on a panel. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking about um, why they even went out the night they got robbed, and it was because Issa was feeling down after her panel was a complete flop. Oh, that's right. The panel. And she felt like she couldn't answer anything in, like, totality. It was just, like, a lot of I don't knows, and I'm still trying to figure it out, where the rest of the panel was, like, on top of their game, had answers ready. I, You know, that's good jokes. Yeah, they had jokes. Like, I can actually relate to that 100%. There was a time in 2018, and um, this girl invited me to do a panel at one of her events. And... It was about, like, purpose, and that's all she told me. She's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to talk oh, about no. purpose. I didn't put the two together that this was going to be, like, a Christian event, so <gasps> Oh, it <was> like... no. <laughs> that w- it was a setup. It was a fucking setup. A pure setup. I had, like, a couple of friends come and stuff to support me, and, like, it's a panel of, like, 
10. It was a lot of us. And it's about purpose. Oh my that God. is the vaguest panel description I've ever heard. Listen, right. <laughs> and like I knew she was like a business girl, entrepreneur. She had all kinds of things going on in her life. So I just thought we we're talking about businesses in general. And like, yeah, it was a uh, it was such an experience because on the panel is like a pastor and his wife and like every answer I had felt so unsure I felt so self-conscious and like every time like I would have my answer right I wouldn't mention Jesus or anything in it or a bible verse so the pastor's wife always had like an answer she's like to piggyback off what she said she said that every single time the too big piggyback part was killer and she was just like in verses get off my back first of all literally ask for this ride bitch yeah she's like (laughs) in matthew 12 3 jesus i'm just like cringy on the inside because i'm like oh my god i've never read the bible in like its fullest form so i don't know (laughs) you should have turned around and been like uh from the book danielle d listen right from my own personal memoir i think i got this figured out thank you i don't need your help karen listen and it felt cunty on the low it felt cunty because she was just like every time i'm like god damn bitch like i can't just have this one i can't have this answer you have to answer it with that is that is that christian kind like that is that christian kindness will kill you kind of hostility oh i know that subtle shade because Mm -hmm. i don't know better I felt it. And it and subtle to the densest people. Like yeah. anyone who's ever been in some sort of petty fight should be yeah. able to clock that kind of shadiness. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I felt all the shade thrown my direction and all my friends, though supportive, they still pat me on the back, but they're like, Girl, why you didn't tell us this is a, a Christian event? I'm like, I didn't why? know. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. <laughs> You're like, are you trying to recruit us or something? What is going on? Yeah, it was it was bizarre. I'm not going to lie. Because it started off with like, fly, not flyers, but like sheets of assignments passed out to everyone. And even like to me, I'm like, what is this, honey? It said, Were they delivered you? on scrolls? Yeah. Or no, it was like you on the bottom and a bunch of blanks around this circle and then God at the top. And I'm like, what do I do like, with this? Right. Oh like, my God. Is there a right answer to this? <laughs> right. What do, what do I fill in here? Is this an aerial view? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a experience. I will say that. You so, you did it right though because you did it like a lot of the uh, uh, a good handful of the white bands that I listened to in high school that I didn't know were Christian rock bands. Like they kept that shit real vague. Oh wow, Christian mm-hmm. rock music. Oh yes, we have since ceased communication. well and listen sometimes you just gotta you just learn as you go that's all that's all you can do but yeah all that to say i can relate to isa like panels are (laughs) hardcore (laughs) you have to prepare yeah so she was feeling super down in the dumps and they are sort of convinced to go out to um just to a party that is happening with all of the reunion Reunionites, reunies, reunities, I don't know. <laughs> the, the reunion uh, the attendees, other students, the alumni. <laughs> That's uh, it. <laughs> there you go, the alumni. <laughs> That's the word. I knew it was that. <laughs> don't give up hope, friends. Uh, <laughs> I love the effort you tried. I really went through a lot of variations. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's how they are sort of convinced to go out. And also, like, throughout this time, like, Molly is sort of trying to find a way to get, like, into a conversation with Issa. Like, they're, she's asking if they're okay and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's vague. Um, but yes, we arrive, we're in the car with the divas, all four, plus Cheyenne, uh, Hood Hood mm-hmm. Cheyenne. They're vibing, they're singing, they're jamming, cruising down the street. Um, and Kelly is Kelly is visibly not with it. Was she not with it? Yeah, because this was after we talked about Kelly earlier. But yeah, this was uh, another thing that happened at the reunion was um, there was an in memoriam that popped up and it showed oh, Kelly. Right. Oh, so yeah. not so, <laughs> so now she's not only, away. Oh yeah, yeah. 
So not only was she, she thought to be dead, but the quotes that they pulled were the just the saddest, most anonymous quotes. They pulled one from Issa, who said something to the effect of like, oh, you know, Kelly, she always be in Kelly. And then they put in like her little awkward laugh. And <laughs> so just awkward. She's like, thanks for, you know, um, I don't know, like, thanks for uh, letting me shoot off your test in math or whatever. Yeah. Just really random, like, these people did not know you kind of shit. So she's dead. There were shitty messages left for her. And it appears that no one realizes that Kelly, who was at the reunion, is the Kelly that they're having a moment for. Bruh. <laughs> that. That stings a little bit. I totally understand. Right? I understand. It's layers. Yeah, that is pretty layered. So, yeah, so she had every right to be salty at the end of the night. I probably wouldn't have gone out. <laughs> I've been like, you know what? Yeah. Because she was left. really just not feeling it. There was one point where she literally said, like, I'm just sick of being the fucking joke. Why can't y'all take me seriously ever? Mm. And I was like, damn. As yeah. a hilarious person, I relate to that. Yeah, yeah, that was real. That was real Kelly right there. Like, she felt it. She felt mm -hmm. the distance. She felt all of that. Like, people just not caring or thinking she's just goofy and not really acknowledging her feelings, you know? Yeah. God, Kelly deserves. She deserves so much She more. really does. <laughs> Kelly also gave Molly some good advice earlier when Molly was like, hey, when you and Tiffany were not good, yeah. like, how did you get through it? And Kelly was like, you know, well, you know, I had to fake laugh at a lot of jokes. Yeah. But, you know, it's what you do. <laughs> it's what you do. <laughs> exactly. No, she that's why she's such a hidden gem. That That's the thing. It's like a literal hidden gem because mm -hmm. like they're not appreciating her to her full potential. You know, do you, do you have friends in your life that you think are sort of like that are sort of like a Kelly who like they're always hilarious. They're always mm. seen as like the, the clown in a good way, expected to be funny almost. Mm, good question. I don't think I have like standout friends like that that are just like comedians on the low and then just, mm. you know, not like I can't really think of any of my friends in that regard because I usually try to check in with everybody. So, yeah, if anything, I, yeah, no, I can't think of any friends that are, like, Kelly 100%. Um, I might have some goofy friends, but even then, I know how to, like, see through that goofiness sometimes, you know? Like, when someone Ooh. is being a little too goofy but dark, and it's like, are you all right? Ooh, you okay? Yeah, that joke was that funny. Is so Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because they do be just fully ignoring some of the wild shit Kelly says. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So she, like, any friends like that, like, I can still see through the laughter or, like, the ultra-optimistic friend that's just like, mm -hmm. oh, you just got to see the sunshine. It's like, yes, sis, but how are you doing? Because oh, no. <laughs> the sunshine's I can out, deal with the clown, everything. but yeah. the perpetually optimistic kind of person, no, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, those ones, you, you got to always check in with them, too, because... No, no, you need to check in with them with witnesses, because that is some sociopathy at work. Mm, that's true, that's true. Sometimes it's a huge defense mechanism, so... Yeah, I don't have a, too many Kellys in my life. I will say that. I feel like a lot of my friends, if anything, are even more expressive than I ever am, which is nice because it's like, okay, cool. I don't have to guess with you. But then I have some friends that are like the complete opposite and you have to like tap on them and be like, hey, girl, you good? Because you're not saying anything, but you look a mess. Check I've like in. gone through like different phases. I've always like it's when it just comes to like talking and hanging out and joking. I've always been the person who's like always trying to get another joke in. Mm. Um, when I was in college, I'd say probably more like my sophomore ish, some of my junior year. Mm. That's when I was the like too drunk at the function, Kelly. <laughs> mm. So it. I've been, I've been, I've been different types of Kellys at different times. Where she's been all these things at once. And I love it. That's interesting. You're Kelly. You've been Kelly. I've been Kelly. I'm I'm a combination of Kelly and Issa, which is truly. Ooh, what a mix. Great and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it's still good, but yeah, it's um. That's why this show is called Insecure because they all have their insecurities, honey. Do you have any Tiffany in you? I feel like I yeah I could be bougie like Tiffany for no reason, no reason at all because like <laughs> I'm still cheap at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't want to pay for shit. <laughs> Come on, jug of wine, get in yes. here. <laughs> Definitely. Come on, Where, where's my friend Carlo Rossi? Yes, Carlo. Ooh, ooh, Carlos. Ooh, yeah, no, that stays in college. That stays back. College there. Rossi. Mm-mm. I truly haven't had Carlo Rossi in a hot minute. Actually, didn't we have it when we did a podcast together? We did. Damn. Okay, then I'm a bold-faced liar. But prior to that, <laughs> we absolutely got down on some Carlo Rossi for that. But that was hot. That was cute. Yeah. Uh, I had never had that one either, and it was actually tasty. <laughs> it, it was a nice, yeah, well, it was the, um. oh, God. I can't recall. I, but yeah, it was... Some good. It was it was a it was an unsung white wine, so it wasn't a Chardonnay or a, a Sauvignon, no. a Sauvignon Blanc. It wasn't a Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> it was something else. <laughs> but yeah, prior to that, it's been a hot minute since I ha- I got. You know what I never liked though? I never liked a barefoot. Barefoot. Uh, only the Moscato did justice, and I didn't like the rest of them. That's fair. Yeah, but I don't even do Moscato at this point. Anything sweet, I'm like, no, thank you. I'm like, fuck champagne. Like, tequila or best. Like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, keep it cute with the tequila. Champagne for for your future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Champagne, like, lurks in the shadows. Yeah, because it's a (laughs) headache. It's a headache waiting to happen if you go too far, and I don't want it. And it's like a 5 p.m., 6 p.m. headache. Yes. Oftentimes the night before you have to return to work. Like yes. it's lit like it's brunch is heaven. But you yes. are dropped so deep into hell by the time <laughs> the sun goes down. Like uh, you you gotta just make your choices. Yeah. You literally just have to know your limit because if you right, if you go too far, headache and then your next day you can have that hangover and maybe that slushy tummy, like just yelling at your supervisor. Like shit. Yeah. <laughs> or you could do that, you know, you go real far. Maybe just lean so in. <laughs> Legalize marijuana. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> right. We digress. So, okay. <laughs> the girls get robbed. Let's get to that part. The girls get yes. robbed, which was like, I don't understand. I guess they couldn't fight her because there was a gun being pulled on them. But I would have fought her at some point. Like, well, they didn't realize. Like, by the time they realized what was happening, like, wouldn't you be sort of in shock? I would be in shock first, yes. But I, I guess I like I don't know that they would have like lunged at her because if she did all of that, if she because basically Cheyenne, who they met at the reunion, mm-hmm. pulled the long con of hanging out with them uh, at the reunion, uh, spending the day together, and then linking up to go out. Yeah, they stop at a liquor store on the way, and they start to get mugged by this dude in like a hoodie. Yeah. And then half partway through, they notice that he calls her shy. <laughs> oh, she, that's what he says. And then she starts like roasting him. him for fucking it up because but she is hollering. She is like fully Regina Hall. Um, yeah. In scary movie right now. She's like, give up your <laughs> shoes, Molly. Just give up your shoes. And it's like, okay, bitch. I'm about to give him my watch first. Hold on. <laughs> and they jack all their shit. And Cheyenne's like, e- everyone can get it. Like, literally, <laughs> that shit took me down. And then yeah, they 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 tell Molly to take off her shoes. Issa goes to take off her shoes, and they're like, No, nah, no, nah, Issa, you can keep those. <laughs> you can keep those chanclas. <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. Yeah, classic no. Issa. I will applaud Cheyenne and the friend for that long-winded orchestration of a robbery, though. Because, like, what? What if they said no? They didn't want to stop at this uh, liquor store, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, honestly. That would have been what, a what bust. But Cheyenne knew. Cheyenne knew that they were all preoccupied mentally, and she was lit enough to convince them to do pretty much anything at that point. Oh, yeah. Factual. So, oh, And okay. then that somehow bonded Issa and Molly to a degree of like, oh, we're cool again. We're right. back to where we were. We got robbed together. 
we're besties for life. <laughs> they're like, they were, yeah, they're robbed at gunpoint. And they're really, like, this shit was so funny to watch. But they are really walking back to the car, like, soaking in the near death of it all. And then they get into the backseat and just bust up laughing about it. And yeah. And, and again, without directly saying, they're, they like, they were saying, like, like we're gonna be okay we're gonna be okay like yeah not even about their friendship it was indirectly about their friendship but it was a direct response to them having a gun pointed at them so it was cute yeah Yeah, that was like a that was a moment it was a genuine moment of like yeah we're gonna be okay in more ways than one i don't understand how far away the car was because i thought they were parked right in front (laughs) so i was just like wait they didn't see this (laughs) I, i wish there was a zoom out that just showed that Kelly and Tiffany were sitting in the car, not five feet away. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just, just not phone. paying attention. <laughs> that would have been uh, wild. Huh? I don't know. I just said, I, I, I hope that happens. Oh, yeah, It, it won't. No, the episode premiere. Truly. <laughs> truly. So, okay. So, we get through that. We're going back home. Um... And Issa is getting picked up by Lawrence. And yes. Airport. Gets, yeah. Gets dropped off. And they didn't even have a lot of dialogue. Like, that's why uh, yeah. I didn't. It wasn't like a real feel? break. I, How did you feel watching the drive? The drive was interesting. Because um, I don't even remember the dialogue in the car. Um, there was m- much like... Uh, a Rihanna song circa 2009 to, th- to 2011. Which there one? were not many words mm, in mm. this conversation. Mm-mm. So have you ever like had that sort of like, have you ever had that kind of a break? Maybe not like an unspoken breakup, but just like just that, that feeling of just anticipating what you're about to have to do. Yeah. Oh man. That, that fucking, it fucking sucks. Like that feeling to like, break off a situation is like so daunting and just hangs over your head it makes you anxious because you don't know what's gonna happen um i do like the fact that she waited till she got dropped off that was smart you know make sure you got to your destination safely (laughs) isa is truly a hustler because she said what i will get is this ride home yes yes (laughs) you're not gonna break up with him at the airport Absolutely not. not. That's a fool's game. Yeah. <laughs> what? Then you're going to be in the back of somebody else's lift getting lifted. But also, he, he just gay baits, but he has a so, fat ass. Like Issa, but, um, you know? That's also why it doesn't feel final. It felt open ended. Yes. Like, we're being too flexible with what we're talking about. See what I did there? And then they just stared at each other. Mm. And Lawrence was just like, like he understood the nonverbal communication. And then left, which, listen, that's a real easy fucking breakup. If I know who are is. you. But she didn't say that. But that's the thing. She didn't say it. So it's but like, like. That's true. I don't know. They, oh there's already boy. been so much. I hope that this was final. It did, I don't think it was satisfying to the viewer enough to feel final. Mm. But I hope that it was final. I, like, oh, I yeah. We've seen it. Just wasn't implied <laughs> mm-hmm. as like a, a final decision. It was just like, well, I had some thoughts, and you know, it, I feel like he's going to get it because he's like, oh yeah, I did just get a girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. She has yeah, every you, uh, you have right a baby. to leave. But if anything, because you know that you know how they do the uh, the the little reel of the whole season. There's a lot of pockets where she's checking in on him still. So I'm like, oh, bitch, you. I'm acting like this wasn't the first episode. You know, she's going to have a reason to go back oh, back up there man. for whomever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not to like, I you know, like toot our own horns for I being mean, g- a fantastic people, they, but, you know. It's a rap. We want to rap now. I was about to say that's like the the two. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like for me. Yeah. Um. I have always been. If you don't know me, I am very like. 
I'd say he's still in the outwardly um, effervescent. You know, once you get to know me, like, uh, I, like I, 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 t- I tend to attract people because of my personality, basically, say it like that. Um, and growing up, you know, so my first, if I can, if I can pinpoint the time I was like, oh, I should probably be friends with people. It was literally kindergarten, very first day of going to public school. I made this friend, this like tiny little white boy, um, who we we we, we became friends all the way through high school. Like I still talk to him every now and then. Um, but we became friends like that first day of school, you know. And I was I was the tallest kid in class already. Um, I've always been one of the taller kids in class. Day one, and so where we he came up to me, we made friends, we started talking. Da, 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 as like small children make friends very easily because they have like zero fear, right? Um, so here comes like time to go home, and our parents are picking us up, and me and him are talking, and like uh, we like he we he, I see my mom, and he sees his his dad, and they're like my, our parents like right next to each other. And he's like, he's like, hey, dad, I, I made a new friend. A he's like, oh, yeah. With he's like, like a fan base that wants this to become an hour long show more. Man. It is one of the most requested things. Listen. Maybe they'll give us a two part hour long finale. Who yeah, knows? right. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> there was one season they gave us uh, like an extra 15. They gave us like a 45 minute. Mm. I forgot what season, maybe season two. And they act like that was a stretch. So I'm just going to go ahead and cherish this because clearly it's done and they don't care about us. <laughs> so. They hate us. <laughs> they want us fine. to burn. Yeah, they're like, you're going to have to just suffer. Suffer with these 28 minutes and like it. And that's what I'm going to do. So I say, get this dance. Right. You're going to get this little 28 minute song and dance and we're leaving. So it is what it is. I'm excited to see what's coming up. I don't, I, I don't even have predictions still because there wasn't enough there. Because it did, it actually had a good ending point for the rest of the, the cast. Like I, mm-hmm. Molly doesn't have much going on yet. And then Kelly and Tiffany actually had a great amount of dialogue, which I appreciated. So I really nice hope Molly see. does the full Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. Uh, at the end. No, no. At the restaurant. It'll right. be at the restaurant? No, I said I hope she has a, an eat, pray, love. Like oh, a, just oh. a self-discovery. <laughs> I hope she is freed from the need for D mm. and who they're attached to. Yeah. I really want to see Molly have some growth. I want to see her to have um, stability and in more ways than one, not just like relationships, but just it within herself and feel like she could do anything. But yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I want Molly to be I want Molly to be passionate about anything. I don't think we've had a truly passionate Molly outside of the bedroom. That is true. That is true. I mean, she's kind of passionate about her job. Or was. Being a lawyer. Been a minute. It's been a minute. So, right. Because the recent storylines about work have really just been focused on the toxicity of it, which understandable. Mm -hmm. The paper chasing of it, which understandable. But it just doesn't seem like she's in love with law. True. Very true. And then she cuts her hair or she's not wearing wigs yes she's gonna have short hair this season like molly is gonna become yvonne orgy and i cannot wait yeah yeah i'm here for it it's almost feeling like i'm waiting to excel when what's her name cut her hair off after her you know husband oh yes it's feeling like that like a rebirth oh my god (laughs) an angela bassett cut yeah a little tight Little tight and right. I'm here for it. Yes, come on. I'm here so, for it. I think it's going to be good. I mean, I can't wait to see. I hope Kelly narrates the entire season. Yeah, I want to hear more of her podcast. Trini's mm-hmm. Preguntas. What, what could happen for Tiffany this season? Tiffany, I don't know Mom. if they're going to revisit the postpartum thing. So maybe it's their relationship because 
that feels a little off. Okay. So. Because they did touch on it. Yeah, they, they, they lightly tapped on it where it was like they <laughs> revisited the fact that they weren't ready for a kid yet. They had it yeah. and things kind of, I don't know, went a little faster than they were ready for. So maybe that yeah. means their relationship was already rocky. Who knows? So I'm here for it. I'm here for all the storylines. Let's see them. Come on, HBO. Let's do this. The home box office network entertainment (laughs) machine experience. (laughs) They're definitely a machine. They have a lot of good shows. Truly. I do. It's very black and very gay right now. I'm also watching We're Here on Hubbo. Oh, that's on. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to check that out. I think they're like three episodes in. It's great. But yeah, this is not about that. Yeah, <laughs> another another episode. <laughs> and now we start a recap of We're Here. All right, what did you think? Right. <laughs> Let me go watch it first so I can get it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to watch along, actually. So let's Yeah, know. definitely. And yeah, so that wraps up this episode of the Insecure Season 5, Episode 1. And we will come back next time, next week. Because this is a weekly thing now. So we're out here. We're out here. You can uh, find Girl What Podcast and The Podcast on um, apps where pods are cast. (laughs) Literally all of them. (laughs) Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Okay. Spotify, Apple, Apple. obscure ones that I don't realize I'm on. (laughs) Like, right. uh, What is it? (laughs) Not Twitch. Damn, I can't even remember the names. Stitch, that's I, one. I, oh, yeah, Stitch Premium, Anchor. There's Pod Anchor. Bean. Yeah, there's a grip. So. Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Uh, Ask Jeeves. Um, <laughs> Where in the World is uh, Carmen Sandiego. All Listen, of these websites. Right, all of the things. <laughs> if you're there, you'll find us. <laughs> Lovely. Well, I'm looking forward to a fabulous final season of Insecure. Me too. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening.